0: Hey guys, as some of you may already know, I'm redefining retirement and to do so I'm interviewing people who love what they do and do what they love for a living. Today I had a very, very, very beautiful conversation with Ellie Bullen and her life partner and a good friend Alex Watson. Two adventure lovers and lifestyle entrepreneurs. Ellie is a certified nutritionist who thrives sharing plant-based recipes and promoting a conscious way of living. She's also the author behind the best-selling recipe book, The Wholesome Life. And together with Alex, who actively helps her in the creative and business side of things, they have created The Wholesome Store, an ethical, eco-conscious, and sustainable store. In this interview, we talk about almost everything, running marathons to get in shape, why spending your best years doing what you love and not in a job you hate is the most urgent thing to do and to act upon now. A couple tricks and how to deal with long lasting but loving relationships. And some of the things like how the paid forward method and picking up trust from beats can make your life and day better. I sincerely urge you to stay with us for a bit. So without further ado, please enjoy this interview. Hi, guys. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Where did you go or attended high school?
1: I attended high school in my hometown of Lennox Head um, at a school called Xavier Catholic College, which is a private Catholic school.
2: And I went to a place called Alstom High School, which is like my hometown. There's only one high school. It's just like a public school where most people went. So that's where I went.
0: Did you meet before or after high school? During. 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 How? How did you meet?
1: We met at a mutual friends party and then we also went to many parties or hangouts with mutual friends and that's how we got to know each other.
0: Last flight you took together?
1: From
2: Australia? Vietnam. Oh, yeah, back from Vietnam. From KL to Bali was the flight path
0: that we took. And what is the next flight that you will be taking together again?
1: Back to Australia on Sunday Sunday in a few days. To
0: Denpasar to Bali. No. (laughs) (laughs) Denpasar to Brisbane. (laughs) Do you remember the last time you took a flight and were really excited about it? that you had butterflies. or so were like very stoked, if that's a word, uh, to be going to that place or to be landing in that place or to visiting in
1: it. Oh, I do feel like... The that's... last
2: one would have be been probably like the Maldives. It's like flying in that seaplane because i I'd never flown in a seaplane before and looking out the window at all like the blue water and yeah. things like that. That's probably the last time I can remember where I was actually excited
1: mm. for a flight.
2: So I usually don't get excited because they're boring.
1: But no, but you get excited about the place you're going. Yeah. There's been a few of those. I remember when we are going to Finland, I felt excited. Oh, going to LA, I felt excited.
0: What in Finland did you go we to? We went
1: to the top of Finland, what's it called? Lapland. Lapland. In the Towards the,
0: the Northern Lights? Up,
1: yeah. yeah up there. Really cool.
0: Yeah. So I what makes yeah. that feeling, or what creates that feeling? What there needs to be on the other side in order for you to feel excited?
1: I think it's the unknown.
0: Something new.
1: Yeah. Going somewhere new and going, oh my God, I'm so excited to be here and experience this. And sometimes when I'm flying somewhere, if I look out the window, I think particularly at night when all the lights are on, I get this sort of nostalgic feeling of like you're going someplace new, somewhere exciting on a holiday. I don't know, maybe it's not like the movies or something that makes me feel that way, but sometimes I just feel a bit nostalgic when I look out.
0: A trip that changed your life or your perspective? India. India, yeah, India, India. was quite like... That. How come?
1: It was just really eye-opening. Everything was so The culture crazy.
2: and the way they live. and the Food. Food was amazing. It
1: yeah. was just like eye-opening and just like everything was like crazy. It was really cool. And you always never wanted to go to India and always hated Indian food. For a long time, he had this preconceived idea that he hated India and never wanted to go there and that he hated Indian food. And then all of a sudden, he went, Indian food's amazing. And then we went there and he's like, this is the best place I've ever been. And I was like, exactly. sums me up pretty much.
0: (laughs) So you were expecting bad food and it ended up being amazing food.
2: No, just before we even went, I hadn't tried Indian food. And then I tried it
0: and I was like, wow, this is really good. And then went there. Yeah. Best photo that you together or you Alex have taken of Ellie. I mean what would be the best photo you think you've taken? Or your favorite photo? Favorite photos would be
2: my favorite photos. I think the one where we're in like the hot air balloon in Cappadocia Mm. and like it's behind Mm. our heads and we're sort of like looking at each other and there's all like Sunrise. That's my yeah.
0: favorite photo
2: yeah. of us too. And I we did didn't even take it; someone
0: else took it. I That's did that like trip there. as well last yeah. December. Really it was amazing. Nice. So cool.
1: Oh, I really liked the photo of us in Finland, the one in the inside the, the oh, yeah. little the glass part, house, which we took on a tripod. Yeah. We're staying in like a little not an igloo, but it's like a it's more like a square room, but it's all glass. Glass. it's all
0: glass, made, made of glass. glass.
1: Yeah.
0: Have seen photos.
1: Yeah. And then we were laying on the bed, because that place was just so cool.
0: What's cool. the name of the hotel? Uh, Northern Lights Range. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: Really cool, and it's just really fun memories.
0: What is the best meal you've had in the last month? I'm mm. gonna it? say
1: it's something that I made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're up there, but no, that
2: Vietnam, the food in Vietnam.
1: Yeah, what that was Morning the Glory BN, restaurant. You know, Ban Jiao. Ban
2: Jiao. Ban Ban Jiao. What is it?
1: It's a Vietnamese rice pancake uh-huh. and it's made with rice, flour, coconut milk, turmeric and then they put like some chili and shallots in it mm. and then they put like meat or tofu or mushroom yeah. and then fry it on a pan and then you take the pancake, you wrap it in rice paper and fill it with herbs and dip it in this sauce. And it's really fresh and delicious.
0: Yeah, good answer. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. How would you describe your diet lately?
1: Plant-based or vegan diet. And currently, because we're getting ready to get married, we've been both eating super, super healthy and clean, like trying to avoid eating any fried food or snacks or treats. Um, And we've both been eating kind of like low-carb, Diet, So not eating bread and pasta and heavy things. Just trying to eat lots of fresh salads and veggies, mm-hmm. home-cooked food.
2: Mm-hmm. Same. But I eat fish sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not very often. Sort of often, but not really. Like maybe twice a week I'll eat fish. Maybe once a maybe week. Maybe once a week yeah, actually, yeah. But I'll eat fish.
1: So You're kind of like a vegetarian, pescatarian. Yeah. I'm just
2: a bit... We flexitarian. Flexitarian.
1: Flexitarian.
0: <laughs> what is a meal? You could eat every day and never get tired of it.
1: Avocado toast.
2: Tacos.
0: (laughs) I just love tacos. I love tacos, too. Exercise. You're abroad, okay? You're traveling somewhere, and you haven't exercised in five or six days. So, you're feeling kind of funky. Never never happened before. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No. What do you do? What, what is the go-to workout?
1: A run. Yeah, run. Especially if we're traveling. Run.
2: It's just easy. All you need is joggers. Outside. You can run everywhere. Like, there's not many places in the world you can't run, so just a run. Yeah. yeah definitely. It's outside. And, you can see things. and like, you know. And I
1: think it's the quickest one to like sort of get your heart rate up, sweating, and then that feel-good feeling of exercising because I think that's the biggest thing for exercising is how it makes you feel. Mentally yeah. and running gives me that the most.
0: When have you felt your best body and mind wise in your life? Mm-hmm. And what was the workout like?
1: Mm-hmm. I think I felt pretty fit and healthy when we were training for a marathon. Yeah.
0: That. Like you trained for a marathon, yeah? yeah. And we did a
1: marathon, mm-hmm. a few years both ago. together? Yeah. yeah. And we trained together.
0: That's 42Ks, yeah? yeah.
1: Yeah, so we used to train probably five days a week, and on was it Saturday or Sunday we did a big run. Sunday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday we'd do a big run, and each week we'd increase the distance up until I think the max we did was thirty two before we're doing the actual marathon. So I think around about that time we felt really good because yeah. like cardio.
0: Yeah, no, did no, you I run thirty two k's before the marathon, and that was one week before or one week and a half what what or two? I think one, it
1: was two. One? No, it was probably a week and a half. Yeah, and a I think
2: it half. was two weeks. Yeah, that's when I was pretty fit
1: then. Like now, you might be more strong, and I think I'm more strong now. Yeah. But then, that's when fitness, I was. Yeah, cardio wise. I could just run
0: and run. And it felt good. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. What foods make you feel bad, but you still eat them? Chocolate.
2: Oh, I don't even know if it makes me feel bad. I just know it's bad <laughs> for me. But
1: I just love it. I think if I eat really like fried food, mm. like takeaway fried, unhealthy, burgery kind of things, that makes you feel like, oh, I just feel crap.
0: I ask these questions because we're in Bali now and I've been eating a lot of raw desserts. Mm. Now, how bad are they? If you, really can tell us, as you're a nutritionist. Yeah. How bad are they and if they're bad, why are they bad and yep. why we should not or we can actually consume them?
1: Uh, they're both good and bad. It depends. It also depends which ones they are because some of them will use a lot of sugar and some won't. So the bad thing about them is the amount of sugar that can be put into them because like, they'll be packed with dates or like syrups and things. Mm-hmm. So they might use maple syrup or honey or gavé mm-hmm. syrup, et cetera. and there can be quite a lot. The other thing is they can be quite calorie dense because there's lots of nuts, coconut oil, cacao yeah. butter. Yeah. So if you're watching how much you're consuming, they can make you put on weight if you're eating them a lot. It's like easy to sit down and eat a slice of like one piece and it could be like 5 to a 1,000 calories, yeah. five hundred to a 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. They also are good because they contain good nutrients because you're eating whole foods like nuts, cacao, seeds, coconut, like all those healthy ingredients that are just basically blended up, and mushed together. So you are getting lots of nutrition out of them, but it's just yeah, the sugar content and the calories. Mm. That is the concern.
0: Interesting. They're really good.
1: Mm, they're really good.
0: <laughs> what could you do today that is different from what you did yesterday that will help you be a better person tomorrow?
1: I could go out and do a what's that thing called where you pass on the. Kind favor or the gesture, I was pass it on, or yeah, like
0: pay, yeah, pay, forward, pay it or
1: forward. Or I could do that for someone, yeah. Mm. I just go out and do something nice for someone, Paying
0: a coffee for someone, yeah, yeah. make some mistake, oh.
1: or give them a compliment or cool something.
2: Pick I up could some, do that,
1: that would make me feel good. Rubbish,
2: maybe I didn't do that yesterday, so if we did yeah. that today, that'd be better, yeah. yeah. Pick up some crap off the ground, just some, some plastic, pretty, yeah, some plastic from the yeah. uh, from two the minutes. Beach clean minutes.
0: Clean up. I watched
1: someone do that yesterday at the beach, some lady, and I was like. that's good.
0: Yeah. I should do that. Little gesture. What are the moments in which you feel you're performing your best? And it could be, you know, you working, taking photos, editing photos, doing exercise, eating, cooking, can be anything. But it's a moment in your daily life or routine, or, you know, maybe it happens only once a year, but when you actually feel that you're performing your best.
1: I think it's when I'm back here in Bali.
0: Yeah. When we We're in routine. routine. When we've
1: like gotten up, gone to the gym, done a big workout, come home, made a list for the day, started like cracking through that list and achieving those things we wanted to do and then going like, oh, we did it.
0: That's a to-do list, yeah, yeah. in the morning? Yeah. yeah.
1: I, always, I always write lists. I think I write them a bit too big and ambitious as well. So most <laughs> days I'm like... Oh god damn it, I didn't get Same. that done, and then I end up feeling like oh, I didn't do enough, and then I have to like look at all the things I did cross off and go no, yeah. I did. Yeah. And then when we're eating well as well,
0: which we're doing both. Yeah. Best job that could be offered to you two right now. So you, it's a blank check, but it has to be a job or an assessment, whatever. What could it be that, would, that you would go, wow?
1: I think it'd be a travel job. Mm, like a food travel. food travel job. Say, like, we want to take you to Italy to experience Italian cuisine. Here's $50,000, <laughs> <laughs> first class tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to learn how to cook Italian food. You're going to see how they grow their produce. Blah, blah, blah. Would I'd be like,
2: yes. Golf. Yeah? <laughs> if they could try, fly me around the world to play golf. <laughs> and get paid Jeez, that
1: would be my <laughs>
0: in every country every country <laughs> sign, what, what, sign What's the?
1: where's the work in that? I'm
0: re- reviewing the golf course to
1: <laughs> to the subscribers
0: I love that it's always open I think it's a whatever <laughs> that's what I do mean. that's a dream oh, that's
1: what you said your dream job yeah, okay. yeah
0: yeah did you know you would be where you are now 10 years ago no way no so where no. do you thought you would be no, ten years ago.
1: Oh, ten years ago, how old If was you
0: go back in time ten years ago. I was ago.
1: fifteen. I was eighteen. Wow.
2: I'm not sure what. I would still be in school ten yeah. years ago. Yes. Yeah. So I had no idea. I think No idea. I
1: think I wanted to be a fashion designer at that stage. Huh. I was really into Texas and Art and I think I thought I would finish school, go to design college and work as a designer for a brand. hmm
0: I've no idea. What is a job like today and is it similar in any way to what you thought it would be?
1: It's not similar at all. Oh, I mean we have our own brand now. Hmm. But a job like today, well we run our own company. I guess it's two companies. We have Elsa's Wholesome Life and the Wholesome Store. And it's like a mix of many things really. Marketing, social media, advertising, our own e commerce store. So I guess the e-commerce side of things is kind of like the fashion side thing because We are designing products, but it's way different Different, to what I would have thought.
0: Is there any moment in your daily life or in your work when you lose sense of time or you achieve this flow state? I don't know if I'm explaining myself, but there are some moments, could be when you're editing photos, or it could be when when you're actually taking them alex or you you know it could be you taking them as well Ellie, mm-hmm. that you know this time you, you, you must have been maybe 6 hours in front of a laptop editing 100 mm. photos and then you you say, oh wow it's been 6 hours i've lost track of time yeah. does does that ever happen and yeah. if so when in which moments
1: i think it's when uh, i do my cooking recipes yeah
2: In the kitchen, definitely. Mm. You lose like a whole day without even knowing.
1: Just like cooking, cleaning it up, us both like running up here with the camera, shooting it, going back down, cooking more, cleaning, and then you're like, whoa, where's the day gone? But also editing videos more so than photos. Because like I'm, I'm not a video editor, but recently I've edited like maybe three or four videos for jobs or for YouTube. And you just get lost in the time, like I'm like, and I look up and like, whoa, it's been a few hours.
0: Does that feel good or bad, or it doesn't really feel? I mean, good, it
1: bad. feels it feels good because I usually put it off so much because I don't really want to do it because I'm not really passionate about editing videos. So I put it off for ages, and then when I finally do, it, I'm like, oh wow, I can like do this if I just like sit in it and like, I, I sort of get absorbed in it for like a whole day of like doing it, and then I'm like, oh, I could have punched that in two days. I've just like thought about it for weeks and put it off.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But it's not my passion.
0: What is your biggest fear, guys? Needles. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's real. it. Nothing but
2: that. I don't fear much at all, really. I'm not very like I'm not scared of snakes or spiders or What about
1: like philosophically? Crocodiles. Like, d- dying. Bones. Dying
2: scares the shit out of me. Like, that's probably like feel, yeah. philosophically. I'm yeah. terrified of dying.
0: Let me put it this way. For any reason, you and Ellie now have to live separately for one year. Mm-hmm. You know you won't be seen Ellie in the next 365 days. Would that scare you? And if so, how would you deal, deal with that fear? Or would you just accept it? Or what's your mental process in order to deal with that fear?
2: Depends on the situation: If someone had a gun to my head saying you can't see her, then I wouldn't see her. But like, if it was just like a fun game I'm trying to play to not see my partner for a year, I'd just go see her. No, that's like, not
1: the question. What's the question? The question is: If you were told this is how it is, you're just not going to see her for a year. Oh,
2: yeah, that wouldn't scare then me. What would that you would do? Be fearful?
1: How would you deal with that?
2: I, I don't know. That's it's asking you a question. I don't know about. It's just like how do you feel when a shark bit you? You don't know. It's, it's never happened. Like, I don't know how I'd feel. I'd, it'd be weird, it'd be strange,
1: and it'd be, like, new. You'd
2: mm-hmm. be sad. Sad. And then... Oh. <laughs> then, then. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel until it
1: actually happened. I'd be like, stressed. I'd be bored.
0: <laughs> Shit, I'd be bored. <laughs> what inspires you guys? I think... Uh... Could be anything, from having a family or building a project together to... You know, looking at other people' uh, projects or Instagrams or anything that you know when you're feeling kind of low. Or... I think sometimes
1: reflecting inspires me. Mm-hmm. Like if I look looking back to when we yeah. were yeah, like what we've done in that short amount of time, or like where I thought I'd be when I was in uni, and like how our lives changed since you know we moved in together, and like all those sorts of things. I think sometimes that inspires me, like wow, like, and then that pushes you to want to do more. Cause, yeah. And I think looking at other successful people is inspirational. And like relationship with family-wise, looking at other families is inspiring. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's talk about love for a second. Are you guys in love? Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, and in which moments do you feel love the most?
2: Always. Every day. It's like... Yeah. Smile. Is
0: it a smile. is it a continuous yeah. uh feeling?
2: Yeah. Mm. Sometimes it spikes.
0: When yeah. are those sometimes, always, it, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it dips <laughs> as well, <laughs> but no. Yeah. Always, yeah.
1: I think sometimes it's the like quiet moments. the
0: little like, things,
1: yeah. Yeah. Or when you're not together as well. Mm. Okay. Like say like I'm not with you for a day, I'd be like, oh, I miss
0: you. And that that's also a representation of love, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I was going to say that you both are very aspirational and inspirational couple, as I've told you a million times, but um, in tough times, when they come, in, and I suppose they've been there sometimes, what is it your first thing to do in order to solve it? Or what, what's that thing? How do you reconquer Ellie, Alex? And if you see that Alex is doing something that you don't like, how do you try to bring him back to be all good again?
2: I just give her space. Mm. She needs space. If she's in a bad mood or nothing I can say will help her. Even if it's all right, everything I'm saying is mm. correct. Even if I'm making perfect sense, it doesn't help. And I've realized <laughs> that. So if she's got It's taken him eight years to. she got the shits. I just have to leave her and she'll come back to me. And be like, okay, I'm good.
1: Yeah, I just need... To cool off and then realize on my own, I don't need him to tell me, and then I'll come to him. And I think with Alex, it's probably much the same, giving mm-hmm. you space, because you're stubborn as well. Very. <laughs> and talking, communicating, mm-hmm. getting both our points across and both. How does that meeting else. look
0: like? You sit down in front of each other?
1: Yeah. It's not formal. Probably like in bed.
2: Sometimes in yeah. bed or like over coffee, yeah. Mm. It rarely we have a big blow up, we yeah. rarely like.
1: It's more just like a squabble because we've seen too much of each other and we're annoyed and we just need to like go like away from it.
2: Like, if you hang out with your best friend for a week straight,
1: you, you start to annoy one you.
2: thing will start to annoy you. It's the same with your partner, yeah. and that's what we do. We hang out with each other every day of every hour. So the little things can just piss you off. And then, so
1: we, and then we might do something nice for each other yeah,
0: to like. So.
2: But it rarely happens.
0: So how long have you been together?
2: Eight years. Nearly eight
1: years. Nearly eight years.
0: Does it get easier with time or more difficult?
1: Oh, a bit of both. Yeah, both sides. Because it gets easier in the sense that you know each other better, so you start to know how to like make things better and like the things...
2: Yeah, and the situations possibly happened before.
1: Yeah, and are... you know that you can get through things. Yeah. And... But then also it can be worse because you know how to piss each other off. Hmm. So you know how to like
2: press buttons.
1: Yeah.
0: Best tip you could give to your children before going into a love relationship. So now imagine, as you will, you will have uh, kids, hopefully soon, <laughs> and then, you know, 20, not 20, but 15 years go by and then they're ready to have a loving relationship. What would be a tip that you would give them?
2: Depends if it's a boy or a girl. I think the advice would be different if it was what? a boy. I like would just I I, don't know. I think yeah I'm not sure what the advice would be, but it would be different if it was a boy or a girl.
1: It's like I think so as in a loving relationship, as in like a serious relationship that they're thinking. I might they're marry
0: 20 this years old, and now they're you know they've been with a girl that they really like, and they're, they they yeah. go to you and say, "Hey, I really like this girl. This is serious." Is there any tip or something that you would? Another way of phrasing it would be: What would be an advice that you would give to yourselves before going into this relationship eight years ago, if you could give yourself any?
2: Enjoy it. I think yeah. communicate. Communicate, yeah. Communicate. And just step
1: have fun. Do stuff together. Just like the make small sacrifices. Yeah.
2: yeah. Do the small things, like give a hug in the morning or say good night. You know, just tell your lover, out oh, just because, not because, any other reason, just things like that, just little things that sort of all like accumulate to the whole mm. big picture, I suppose. be honest.
0: Uh, what thing or experience in the future you think will bring you joy? Something that's going to happen that you think will bring you joy? It really? could be what's going to happen in a month.
2: Getting married. <laughs> That'll be big. That, like, that then, like, probably buying a house together and then having kids. They're probably the next three, the three massive milestones it. in anybody's life. Yeah. So, those three things totally yeah, really, excited really exciting. For. Totally. Yeah, those, definitely.
0: What, Ellie, what do you think brings Alex a smile in Loomy Days? And, Alex, what brings Ellie a smile in Loomy Days?
1: I think for Alex, it might be just like making a joke or doing something silly together. Like if we're like just dancing in the kitchen or doing something dorky, that usually makes you make she smile.
2: You, I don't know. Animals, <laughs> if she's <laughs> down, that would be the best way to make her happy. Like a puppy. Or <laughs> You've never bought me a puppy. <laughs> <something like>
1: <laughs> we're not uh, that.
2: Just like being there, like it's just sad within, like something's happened. Just like being that person or that shoulder mm. to be out there, lean on, or whenever she needs. Not don't offer, it's, then you're getting in the face. But just like be there, so she knows you're there.
0: Death. Mm. Terrifying. Briefly, <laughs> are you? That was that was going to be the question. Are you afraid to die? Yep.
2: Yeah, terrified, yeah I am too. Terrified of it. This is so cool. I mean, it's just because it's, I think it's, yeah, it's You don't know you what's going to happen. Like, you know what's
0: But for what we know, it might as well be the, the most amazing thing ever.
2: Exactly. But it still scares me. It's like. It's unknown. It's like, I can never talk to my friends, my mum, my dad. Like, yeah, it is so daunting. Like, so the whole weird. thing But I don't think of it very often because that's what gets you down. You can Seriously. It think also,
1: about it. I think, thinking of other people dying scares me yeah. as well. I try not to think about that because that makes me sad. Mm. Do like, so you never think, never like, never seen, like, um, Yeah, We've both up. never lost yeah. anyone really close to us. And the thought of, like, having someone really close to you and never seeing them again is, like, a really scary thought.
2: Yeah, we've never had, like, a close family friend or a friend or a parent pass away. We've never encountered it yet, which makes it even more scary, I suppose. Mm.
0: So, the next question comes if you were to die soon. What would you write a book about?
1: <laughs> I, okay, I would I already know this one. <laughs> I would write a book about um experiencing the most out of life as you can, taking every opportunity, never basically every experience or opportunity, take it because you never know what it'll lead to. Um, and about spending your best years doing the things you love and not wasting time in a shitty job you don't like or in a place you don't want to live or with someone you don't want to be with or friends you don't want around you. Be a little bit selfish. And...
2: I'd still write a book about myself, an autobiography, <laughs> so i <I'd> never die. <laughs> and people can read it and just, like, laugh at how obnoxiously terrible <laughs> my 28 years were on this earth. <laughs> Unless, if someone hey, uh, if someone good at I'd done my job. Someone picked up the book after i died and laughed or smiled at what I'd written, then that'd be cool.
0: I'm sure they would. (laughs) I'm sure they would. And you've lived a pretty good life, yeah? (laughs) Yeah, I have. Yeah. If you could taint one thing and one thing only in the entire world as the world works, what would it be?
2: I'd abolish religion, that's what I'd do. I think it's the worst of all things, creating conflict, and wars, and splitting people apart, and all that sort of stuff. So without that, I think the world would be a better place. You mean religion
0: more like an idea of like being crazy about something? Or like or Christianity,
2: so, or yeah. Hinduism, or all those ones. I just don't like them at all. Like they do teach good things, like, you know, don't steal, and be good to your neighbour, things like that. They instil good things. But then on the broader picture, what they've done to, like, slaughter people and things Mm. like that. Like, it's pretty, that's what I'd change, if I could.
1: I think if I could change something, it'd be more fair or even education amongst all people because I think that is also a stem of a lot of issues is that people just don't have the education to know better from right from wrong or, like, I don't know, just how to, like, do well and be a better person. So I think if everyone got equal opportunity for education, the world would be a better place. Although some of the most educated people make still make stupid decisions and are ruining this world.
0: Last question. Big billboard. Times a square. What's your quote? One message, <laughs> one sentence that you can tell... Hundreds of millions of people, and it could be you know a sentence that you live by or someone has said before, but something that you could read every morning and really change your day. What would You're it be?
1: I'm
2: so oh, we'll minded to say, don't be late.
0: <laughs> and I, honestly, I think if you be late, <laughs> it is
2: the most self-obsessed. Thing. So oh, if you keep someone okay. waiting, Ellie doesn't believe it. But if you keep someone waiting, you're telling them that your time is more important than theirs, which I think is just rude. You should never turn up late to anything. That's my – I really – Ellie thinks I'm a bit crazy. His,
1: his analogy is if you're on time, you're late. Yeah. So, you should be there And early.
2: Coach Carter, the movie, yeah. he says training starts at 3 o'clock. As of 2.55, you're late. And I think that's just the best,
0: best thing ever. <laughs> If I look at it as you are <laughs> explaining now, I think you are totally right, <laughs> but I don't know where <laughs> or how in Spain we took it we took that for granted, and everyone is late yeah, so to the point to Bali. the point if you're on time. Mm-hmm. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting your time. <laughs> You're wasting your time because no one there, no one else is going to be there. It's, uh, it's true. That's but what yeah. I say to
1: him because he's always early. And so we're always early places and we're always waiting. And I'm always like, we're wasting our time just sitting here waiting for everyone else because we know they're going to be late. But he has to be early.
0: But I understand how, why and, and I, I see the reason behind it. It makes
2: me feel physically ill. Like I get weird. If I'm going and to be anxious, like anxious and, and like stressed. stressed and like if I'm going to be late like yeah. to anything. Dinner, the yeah. movies, a meeting, breakfast, seeing my mom, anything. If I felt the
0: rush. I want to get mad mm-hmm. to people sometimes mm-hmm. when you are late. Yeah? don't
2: like late. That's my billboard.
1: It's definitely helped me be more on time. Pumped. And then when I am late, I'm like, oh my God, this is so stressful. But it's kind of like a bit of a thrill. Like, Got to get there. <laughs> Um, my billboard would be be kind to every kind. So being kind to other humans and being kind to other species and the planet, everything, just be kinder.
0: The world would change. if mm. Everyone was just a little bit kinder. That was amazing guys. Thank you so much. Where can people follow your adventures?
1: Um, they can follow our adventures on our Instagram pages, Elsa's wholesome life. I also have another one called Ellie Bullen, which is more of my travel and personal stuff. And then Alex is Alex Watson on Instagram.
0: Cool. Thank you so much (laughs) for your time,
2: guys. Thank you. You You're welcome.